What's up, everybody? This is Mike Kosicki, tight end for the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to Top Shelf Fantasy Podcast. Go Dolphins. Top Shelf Fantasy. Hey guys, welcome into Top Shelf uh, Fantasy. We are talking about the second stint of free agency news tonight. Uh, this is podcast number 244. It is March 24th. Just a little bit more news to go over. Uh, go ahead and uh, find us at topshelffantasy.com and all the socials at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, let's get into it, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not, as, not as crazy week as the first week. Which makes sense, you know. Week one, it's always a lot more players, but some big names we'll get to, like Mike Gusecki, you know, thanks for the intro. Again, we're doing these intros, and it's we got to get, you know, new ones for their new teams, but we'll go through that. Um, does he yeah, even say, does he say from the Miami Dolphins? Yeah. Oh. Uh, we can oh yeah, that part out, can't we? <laughs> yeah, just, just hit me. Yeah, this is this is Mike Kosicki of the New England Patriots, and you're listening to talk. <laughs> Wait, up, when you come to New England, you get a dry throat, and that's, you know it's cold weather. Oh, don't come here. But uh, no, don't tell that to the free agents. We need to make it sound more appealing. The streets are paved with gold. Oh, nothing is appealing about the Massachusetts. Yeah, uh, no. the streets aren't even paved. Yeah, and and if Matthew Judon tweets anyone, you know they're not coming. Oh my yeah. god, he's gonna be the worst Another recruiter 04, of all. Like great player, fantastic addition for our team a couple years ago. But God, the worst person to get someone here. Like he is just as ineffective as the everyday fan. So I don't know what he's doing. Just give it up, man. You have no you have no pull. Uh, he's just as ineffective as Adam Schefter is tweeting Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Or DM Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Delete my number. Oh, bitch. All right, do you want to get some news? Dallas, want to start with it? Yeah. Um, we'll start off low and then we'll get more happy and exciting. So, the tough one Foster Moreau is diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma this week. He's going to step away from football, get healthy, get right. Hopefully, at some point, maybe he's able to return and play some football. I did a little Googling. Apparently, Hodgkin's lymphoma went caught early on. In young, elite NFL caliber patients, well, in regular athletes, you can get a 90% curable rate, and hopefully Moreau is probably at the tip top of that list. So best of wishes to him in a he's, speedy recovery. He's 25. Yeah. He's, he's pretty in young. In the grand for... scheme of things, he's extremely young, and he's in tip-top shape. So that's the sad news. In other news, let's just move on from that. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie is cut by the Bills, immediately signs with the Colts. Uh, Derek called this the other day on our podcast when the Bills signed Deontay Hardy. He goes, well, he looks like an immediate replacement for Isaiah McKenzie. And then I'm not kidding you. What was it like? It's a less it's, than 12 hours later. Yeah, it's a day late. Like that Friday m- morning was cut. I'm like, damn, Derek, you're good. <laughs> yeah, that was a good call. Um, you know, and you've seen the Bills use McKenzie quite a bit in some of those gadgety type plays. So it's interesting to see him leave. But if they intend to use Hardy as a special teamer and a guy who can do that, it probably makes sense to have a more, uh, you know, duplicitous role in in one guy versus splitting that into two guys who eat a roster slots for you. 
Uh, Craig, I think you're trying to talk. I can't hear you. Oh, am I oh. good now? Boom. You're yeah. good. All right. Go. So I've been on mute the whole time. Um, I, 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 lips, I was at like, one is point he just going, like pretending this is going to be funny. I'm talking. like, is, is Corey trying to cut me off again the whole episode? <laughs> it's a, you can never rule that out. <laughs> you know. uh, I was like, what did I do to piss Corey off today? <laughs> I've said nothing. <laughs> so I was actually surprised that they did make that move in cutting Isaiah McKenzie and paying Hardy because honestly, I think the contracts are very similar. I think they only saved like six mil on cap and they paid Hardy somewhere around like five and a half. So I don't know, a little, little strange there. I don't really fully know what the situation is with Hardy too, because he's a punt returner more, more or less. And like, yeah, he can stretch the field, and I think that that's something that he's going to do there. But as far as that slot role goes, I'm not sold that it's just Hardy's. Like, I think he was just more of a burner. I mean, they do have Khalil Shakir there, who is someone that also is you know able to play that role. I mean, Jamison Crowder's long gone too, so. Um, I think Hardy is just going to be a jack of all trades kind of gadget player, and and not so much the slot role. Yeah, I mean, at two years, thirteen and a half million, they they definitely didn't get like a a deal on him. So it's interesting. Like, the, like I think said, a lot of limited role. Teams. Yeah, I think they need that. They've they've struggled in special teams for a while now, so it makes sense in that regard. But still, I mean, with the, with the money we've seen go to receivers. I wouldn't expect it Hardy to be, you know, in that six and a half, seven million a year range. So it's right. It's perplexing. Right. And and on the flip side, I actually love what Isaiah McKenzie is going to bring to the Colts. You know, I don't know who their quarterback's going to be, but talk, talk about a slot guy that's going to fill in for Paris Campbell where he has left and gone over to um, I don't, honestly don't remember. Giants. Um, Giants. OK, thank you. And he's going to be able to slide right in, especially when, you know, you don't really have a guarantee in Alec Pierce. Um, and, you know, obviously Michael Pittman's going to take a lot of work and Pierce did come on towards the end of the season last year. But, you know, slot work might might be uh, more of a, a game plan for a younger quarterback that it looks like they're going to be bringing in. Yeah, yeah and- McKenzie feels like a different mold entirely from the 6-3, Pierce and Pittman to tiny little baby Isaiah McKenzie. It's gives you a different style at receiver to work some different stuff in. Right. And and, uh, I'm not saying Zach Pascal is a slot guy, but he's not there anymore. Yep. They did resign. Not that he was huge. They did resign. But still, um, Pascal is that guy. He is the same kind of person. Like he's born in San Fran. Yeah. He will. He's (laughs) has those games here and there, but yeah, he's gone. So that's just some vacated targets there. Yeah, and then moving on to a uh, slightly bigger name, I would say. Uh, Brandon Cooks is traded to the Cowboys in a fairly small deal or small return to the Texans in a fifth and sixth rounder, I believe. Um, I mean, they needed to dump a salary. He didn't want to be in Houston. It makes sense to get rid of him. I think it's a great spot to land for him in Dallas. I think playing opposite CeeDee Lamb is probably the best receiver he's played with uh, in a long time, you know, on on any team. If ever, yeah, I was trying to think if he might have overlapped with Michael Thomas at I'm all. I'm thinking about that too. I yeah. don't know if he did, but even if he did, no, uh, no, could no, but yeah, no, I don't think the math adds up. Uh, yeah. Wait a minute, he played for the Rams, right? He probably oh. he probably overlapped with Cooper Cup. There but, you go. So that's probably. Oh no, well, yeah, well, he played with Cup and Woods for a few years, and there were three of them were two top three top twenty receivers. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I mean, he joins a team like Dallas that's going to throw the ball a lot. CeeDee Lamb's going to draw a lot of coverage, and Cooks has done it for years, stretches the field well. 
and I say it all the time, like in his time with the Patriots, I never saw somebody draw more pass interference calls deep down the field than Brandon Cook. So if he can even do that, that's stuff that doesn't show up on a stat sheet. It's great for an NFL team. It sucks for you in fantasy because you're like, there's 40 yards I just lost uh, that my guy might have grabbed if he didn't get tackled. But um, hey, it is what it is. I think NFL-wise, fantastic fit. Fantasy, I would guess I'd probably give him a bump just because we don't really know who the quarterback is in Houston at the moment. And I think even if it's Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, one of those guys, I think I prefer Dak Prescott at least in the year or two that Brandon Cooks is going to have left. Yeah, I mean, wide for two in Dells, I'd rather than the wide for one in Houston. Yeah, I think that's a more concise way to to get to my point. <laughs> I think the best thing you said, too, was the field stretching ability, which is something that I don't think if I if if I go back, they have had the Dallas Cowboys, a lot of wide receivers, but not one in particularly the speed that Brandon Cooks brings. I mean, Amari Cooper could do a lot of the things that CD can do. And CD can, you know, obviously stretch the field, not saying that he can't do that. And Michael Gallup has shown abilities too, but nobody's as fast as Cooks and nobody has done it uh, at the same high level that Cooks can do it. So it's going to be an interesting aspect to this offense. And I think it's going to be able to open up a lot more for CD and Gallup if, if they, you know, get him, I mean, they run a lot of three wide receiver sets. So Gallup will be involved still. And even Tony Pollard now with Zeke gone, there's there's going to be a lot of opportunities. I think that this offense has together with a player like Cooks rather than, you know, another guy like Noah Brown where, or another Michael Gallup or Amari Cooper for those three years that they've had those three wide receivers that all for very similar styles. Yeah. I mean, overall, it's a great fit. I mean, this should have happened trade deadline last season to the Cowboys. <laughs> right. um, but for some reason, Houston's like, no, not going to do it. And they got probably a little less in return than they would have last year. But whatever. Um, another sad news, KJ Hamler um, undergoes surgery for a pectoral injury that he suffered, I think, just during his own workout this week. Pretty sure KJ Hamler has not played like four consecutive games in his entire career. Oh, so. four? I think that I would, <laughs> I mean, it might be three. Like if you yeah, ask me, three, the line like, at two yeah. and a half. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's us because him and Judy came out of the same draft class. I'm like, wow, they got Hamler too. I love him. Yeah. I love him so much. Yep. And it, it's going to end up being one of those like, what if things? Cause I feel like this is his career now is just, yeah, he's looking like the new Kevin White. When he's on the field, he's impactful. He's a burner. I just think he goes a million miles an hour, and he probably does the same thing in his workouts, blows his pack out. Pack surgery is no joke. He's probably done. I mean. I think it's four to four to six months. Yeah, they, I was going to say. He, he's they probably said, lucky to make it back midseason. I thought they said that he was able to come back for training camp. Um, oh, that'd be sick if he is. Or or so maybe, I, March, saw, maybe so I read preseason. Four months. Maybe I read preseason because, uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're talking September is the start of the year. So we're still six months out, maybe five months out because it's the end of March. But um, I mean, regardless, he's going to miss all, pre, you know, training camp with a new coach, Sean Payton of all to, you know, try and impress like he's not he's going to probably he's not going to be much involved this year because of this again, which kind of sucks. Oh, unless, yeah. I'm, unless I'm looking at the injuries. report the year. 
I'm looking at the same report um, that you must have seen. Underwent pectoral surgery from uh, Tom Pelissero that he should be ready for training camp with four to six recovery timeline, which is great. That's faster than I would have expected for for a pec. But um, even if he's just you know repaired, you worry about strength and physicality for a guy his size if he's going to be ready to run across and, the middle with some confidence. And that, that injury history, you know, like it's mm. just you know what what when's enough enough. Um, but hey, That's true. I okay I. This next story that we're going to be talking about, I have a good feeling, Corey, you know about it more than any of us. Um, <laughs> I have, I saw a few tweets about it and I was very confused. Please try and describe to me what the frick is going on and, and who Ken Francis is. So from what I've been able to gather, I don't even know that Lamar Jackson knows who Ken Francis is first. So right off the bat, I don't know if this is Lamar is trying to circumvent the not having an agent thing and using one of his own guys. I don't even know that that's true. What we do know is that Ken Francis himself, a guy from Florida has been reaching out to NFL teams, attempting to negotiate a contract on behalf of Lamar Jackson, whether he's doing that under Lamar's uh, supervision or purview is completely unknown. Last anybody knows, Ken Francis was selling uh, home gym equipment out of his house <laughs> in, in Florida. So I don't think negotiating $100 million deals is a, a very easy transition from that. But um, the upswing of it is he's certainly not a licensed uh, or approved NFL agent. And from what I understand from watching the television show on HBO Max, Ballers, uh, no free ads, but <laughs> it's very difficult to become an approved uh, NFL agent. Um, there's only a select few guys that get to do it. It's a very deep vetting process. They want to make sure that they're protecting, especially the young rookie kids when they come in, because these agents have access to them. That's fairly unfettered. So the NFL sends out a memo to all teams saying, Hey, this guy, Ken Francis exists. He's reaching out to teams. Please do not communicate with him. He's not licensed to negotiate NFL contracts. So don't talk to him. Um, now, there's been no word from Lamar to confirm or deny, so take it for what you will. But this guy's certainly doing it. This has happened. We just don't know if he's affiliated with Lamar officially or not. My favorite thing about this now, at this point, with all that's gone on with Lamar Jackson's contract is, I guarantee you in five years, this is a movie pitched or a movie idea that's pitched to, to Hollywood and somehow gets put out there. Because like, <laughs> there's, there's, there's layers to what's going on with Lamar Jackson's contract. Like, like, yeah, like in... 10 years and like, wow that actually happened like yeah no one knows. inspired against the league and yeah. ken francis dupes lamar jackson <laughs> oh 100 it's gonna be like war dogs if you ever saw that jonah hill movie where he's selling like arms yeah, uh, good, you know, yeah. and he doesn't have any of them just, it is a great just, movie and his, and his business partner is a massage therapist it's like all right uh these guys shouldn't be handling you know united states uh weapons <laughs> contracts what if- but what if Kaepernick is dressing up as Lamar Jackson? What if Kaepernick is dressing up as Ken Francis? Uh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Full circle. Any Hollywood uh, directors listening, we already have the rights. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a legally binding uh, think tank. We own all of this. But no, I mean, it's it, for whatever it is, however you slice it, it's nuts uh, to just have random guys reaching out to NFL teams. Also, like how many teams and how successful is he at reaching out to them? Because if I send like a letter to the new England Patriots, in my experience, they do not respond. Like I've not gotten a workout. Right. So, <laughs> which is shocking. It's shocking. Yeah. I mean, they, but, they had Aguilar for, for, for two know, years. Dude, Come on. Right. Definitely better than his bum ass. But <laughs> I mean, it's a crazy story. And the other uh, piece for Lamar Jackson that I've most recently heard that he turned down three years, 133 million fully guaranteed. Um, 
So that's a lot of money. That's 45 ish million a year. Just, just shy of that fully guaranteed. And he said, no, I don't want that. I want more. So you got to have an agent. You have to have an agent, especially for a quarterback like that. Like, right. Like, I don't know the, the Ravens should just be trying something like completely obvious and potentially even illegal just to get him under contract and be like, dude, you represented yourself. You have no recourse. You can't sue us for, you know, malpractice or whatever. You can't sue your, uh, your agent for not reading the contract. Like just slide a line in there that says like, Hey, if you sign this while it's raining out, we only have to pay you like a league minimum, like a million and a half a year. And he signs it because he just doesn't read it because he has no idea what he's fucking doing. Like it's it's clear to me at this point that he has no idea. What he's section doing. Section seven. It says see addendum thirty two. <laughs> yeah, right. Like yeah. send him all small, over the document. It's a small post-it note that says we own you. <laughs> right. You will do what we say. You have no recourse, or you can never play in the league again. Figure it out. But... Yeah, he's fuck kind of fuck, fuck himself over. I think with this whole thing, this whole yeah. debacle. I just like to get to get that kind of offer for three years, hundred thirty three million, fully guaranteed. I think at any other time in NFL history, had it not been for the Deshaun Watson contract, he signs that and he walks away happy. And he goes, I'll play well for three years. That's still a ton of money in my pocket. And if I play well, I stay healthy. Then in three years from now, when I'm still in my prime, I sign another monster deal. Yep. I mean, listen, this was exactly a similar deal that um, Kirk Cousins signed like three, four years ago when he went to Minnesota. It was a three-year fully guaranteed contract. Um, Was not $133 million. But it was still in the same ballpark as as far as you know top paid quarterbacks at that time. Cousins uh, has to be up there with one of the highest earners of all time too. When he got tagged like two times in a row, two in a row. <laughs> yep, that second year he was making like forty five million dollars. Like a that guy, load. yeah, he that was he's incredible. he's made some great great money. Yeah, and that's when it was unheard of to make forty million a year. You had guys like Brady making like well, I know he took a discount, but the Peyton Manning was making 17. 22, 23. like. And that was high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's at least going to shit. All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Will Levis. Oh, okay. All Damn, right. I was, I was like, Great oh, transition. I know we're going to happen. Yeah, awesome. Will Levis <laughs> of the Wills. Uh, he shines in his pro day. 65-yard bombs with these. Yeah, can you take a guess who wrote that? This guy, yeah. Will oh, Levis, yeah. is fan club uh, president. The, yeah, Will, Will, Will Levis is um, number one fan. Yeah, uh, I mean, he just looked good. That's that's the upswing. Um, I think whether you can say he's gaining ground on Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, who I think are, are leading the pack, I think it's hard to say. I just think Indy is, is the logical fit for him at this point. And from what I can tell, I'm going to skip ahead a, a little bit here. Um, CJ Stroud, I mentioned to you guys earlier, had a very interesting conversation and got caught on camera talking to Josh McCown, uh, talking about playing horse, quote, when you're in Carolina this year. So I'm assuming that means they're going to draft him with the first pick. Bryce Young still ends in Houston and Will Levis ends up in Indy unless they do some sort of freak move and, and Anthony Richardson goes to Indy, which could very well happen. But I just think it's going to be Levis. Um, and I think that's going to be how I how I enter my final mock draft, whether something changes between then and now, who knows, you know, some big free agent goes somewhere. But I think that could very well end up being the the situation that we look at at the beginning of the season for 2023. That is definitely the biggest um, 
lean of everyone uh, that that's looking at drafts now is that CJ Stroud is going to go. I mean, this is even before the little conversation that he had had with Josh McCown. I saw that too. Uh, Frank Reich was right there. They're both joking around. He said, see you in Charlotte. We'll find a, find a uh, hoop in Charlotte or something like that. And, yeah. and yeah, it's, it's, it's all going to be um, probably followed that way. CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. Don't know about Will Levis. That's all obviously going to be an interesting call depending on, you know, who picks three. Someone could all, uh, you know, jump the Colts, you know, there's still all that to play out. Uh, but Will Levis is a little bit more of a, a polished quarterback to play in the NFL. Um you know, maybe actually has a shot to start right away, whereas Anthony Richardson doesn't. I don't see the Colts as a team that wants to wait a year on Anthony Richardson or even two, you know, depending. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's great that he's showing off his arm strength that he talked about. So I, I like I like what I saw. And even just to add to what we didn't talk about is Bryce Young's pro day. Everyone fell in love with him, too. Like it, it's you're going to hear all the rookie quarterbacks had a great pro day. So, yeah. you know, it's just it's it, it now just depends on where the rumors are and realistically what what's what's the better line <laughs> yeah. that, that's usually <laughs> going to be the, the 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 right uh the right thing and, and i know i got in early on cj Stroud. i think you got him at like minus 140 and i think at one point he was like minus four 400 or something like that i can check right now yeah well i mean like you said too on a previous podcast um, when you watch these pro days, they're all scripted. Like every throw, every single move is, is fully scripted. So when they go out and do well, it's more the expectation versus the exception to the rule. If they were to go out and do poorly, I would be more surprised. I would put more stock in somebody having a bad pro day showing than I do a great one. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree with that. And and it's seeing the 65 yards, though, is still something that, you can't just script that. You have to have the ability to do that, yeah. <laughs> you know? So that's, that's good. They're actually not showing the NFL draft odds right now for whatever reason. Something must have happened. You know why? Because DraftKings are a bunch of scumbags. FanDuel for life. No free ads, though. No free ads. No, no free ads. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's move on. Ezekiel Elliott, free agent, released from Dallas. Now he's looking at Cincy, the New York Jets, and originally Philadelphia, but that seems like that's not happening anymore. Um, with the Lane Johnson $33 million payday, monster payday. Um, they Who knows what's going on there. But Cincy and the Jets seem to be the, the leading the pack or whatever you want to call it. Um, both good fits, I'd say, for, for Zeke as far as what he's going to do in the NFL at this point in his career. I don't know where I would prefer him to go. If I was a Zeke dynasty owner, um, I would not know what to hope for or what to root for. I was rooting for Philly as a Zeke owner. And when that became uh, no longer really uh, a, a potential outcome, I traded Zeke immediately. That was a fantastic trade. To the <laughs> also because and, the trade fell into my lap. And let's, let's talk about that too. Cause we, you know, we, we can talk dynasty and talk to dynasty trades. It's not something that we've been able to talk about too much. Um, One fourteen was a 14 uh, man. Uh, league half point PPR start one quarterback. I believe we start nine um, positions, and you got one fourteen uh, and two third round picks for Zeke. Which I got, I got to applaud you on that. If we had one of those buttons for our our desktop, but you'd be I'm, I'm that not going to try because I'll end st- recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like that trade for you. It's Zeke. Zeke doesn't have a team, and uh, I yeah, you're right. It's not going to be the Eagles. Uh, Cincy would be weird 
And same with the Jets. The Jets would also be really weird. I think he's I think he's really just kind of like praying and hoping for one of these teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me, the Jets only fit better until Brees Hall's back. And then it's just an absolute log jam at running back between Brees, Zeke, Michael Carter, even Ty Johnson, who they re-signed. Zonovan like, Knight. Zonovan Knight, who looked really good. Like I would so much rather see them stick with Brees Hall, Zonovan Knight, and Michael Carter and call it a day. If they bring in Zeke, uh, okay, like it, it is what it is. Flip over to Cincy. Him and Mixon are the same guy. Uh, neither one does one thing better. I think Zeke's probably a better blocker. Mixon's probably a better pass catcher, but neither one of them, you know, crush it as, as pass catchers. And it, it's a weird fit. Cincy would at least purely be a ring chase kind of thing to me. So I, I get it from that regard. But for fantasy, I don't see what Zeke's upside is with either of these teams. I, like, I thought you would see him go to a spot where he had, you know, maybe one injury away from a starting role, which I suppose is the case in Cincy. But Mixon has not really shown any any durability issues over the last few years, so it's a. I, I think it's very I think hard to understand. It's it's so Philadelphia is going to be the his best fantasy value, which is. Again, I don't think something's going to happen. I think they're all in on Bijan Robinson at this point. They've just completely decided to stay away from the running back market. They signed Ken, um, uh, Rashad Penny, and and that's that's pretty much it. He's very much a, a a backup running back in this league right now. And I was one one thing that caught my eye is the Rams could be a potential spot for him because it's you know. They kind of need still a little bit of, of of star power over there that they've they've lost and and they need to kind of save face a little bit and I think Zeke at a small contract with being able to get some playing time might be able to help out. I know fans don't really show up in the stadium, but they they do need to fill fill more seats than they already have. Yeah, I mean, I I really thought a team like the Chargers would make a run at him if he's playing on cheap money especially with the Austin Eckler news, he wants to trade. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd personally bring Zeke right in, say, hey, you're willing to take a, you know, mil and a half. Cool. Um, you know, Eckler, I'd, I hope that you stay. We'll give a great one-two punch. You don't have to do all this work anymore. Or flip side, Eckler really wants to play hardball, and then you have some leverage. Hey, hey, this guy can play three downs in the NFL if we ask him to. And I, I don't know. I, I thought that would be a great move for the Chargers. They just never were even in the running. So maybe – it's not even something that's on their horizon. So it is what it is. But yeah, Remember, as far as the uh, the trade in our dynasty league, that worked out swimmingly in my favor. Oh, and I wish yeah. I could take credit for the negotiations, but it just it was it was offered to me and I accepted. It's one of those you see it, you just you say, Yep, yeah, that's but fair. You okay. had to ask. Right. And you're like, Well, what if he like stops doing what has I did well I asked you because I was like I was like, Am I missing something? Did I miss some news? Like I was working no. this morning. I was like, it's like something did he like get shot? Like even if he goes to <laughs> Philly, you still take that trade. Yeah. A first and two thirds. I know it's late. Yeah. All right. Um, at this point, you know, I never thought I was getting a first. I, I thought I'd be lucky to grab a second. So it worked out. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, good for you. <laughs> Right. Good for you. Firing on forward. Matt Stafford is rumored to be speaking with the Jets or possibly being traded to the Jets. Craig dropped this bomb on us right before the podcast. So um, 
Yeah, I, I have no sources. It's just a fun rumor that I saw, but I, I, I thought it was hysterical, and I think it's it's something that is a possibility with the way that things are happening right now with the Aaron Rodgers situation that the Jets might be kicking the tires at Matt Stafford because they've they're going all in. It's no it's no secret. They don't have a quarterback. They're not drafting one. You know, it's it's all a very clear effort right now to get a veteran quarterback over into them. Um, why they're still not going after Lamar Jackson or say they are, maybe Ken Francis was part of that. I don't know, but Matt Stafford is someone that is, is there's a rumor that they, they could land. He could go there if they're sick and tired of, of listening to green Bay say no to every trade offer. <laughs> That'd be, sure. be awesome. Like we all just p- p- penciled in Rogers t- to the jets. And now it's been two plus weeks and, I mean, it's it, it can't be good. Like, no, this can't be good anymore. No, like at this point, it's like, all right, just like uh, we, we need to, you know, go someplace else because if we can't get this trade done, we already missed out on all these other guys. Like, you even missed out on Baker Mayfield. Like, you got you you got to get someone. You could go ship a freaking third, maybe fourth, maybe fifth for Matt Stafford right now, and they'd get the deal done. I think. Um, it's it's tough. I mean, I think that uh, the Rams would be in a really shitty spot after that. I don't think they have much else, but I think they're also sellers and the Jets are buyers. There's, you know, Kirk Cousins restructured his deal, so he's not on the trade market anymore. I mean, there's very few out there, and it really does sound like the 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 Packers are looking for the Jets' first round pick, and they're just saying no. I mean, you don't last this long in negotiations and have something come up with with both teams happy unless something drastically changes. Yeah, I would yeah. just if I was a Jets fan, I would be beside myself. Like you thought you were getting. I don't want to say a generational talent. You know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers, but a very good good elite level quarterback and now it's just it's just classic jets like they can't have anything nice ever enjoy zach wilson as your quarterback again next year like it'd be so jets to see they him still would never, center for week would one. never start him they would never start him. no i, I don't and think they, you can they, and they lost their backup they lost mike white i know they, they might have like a, i can't believe that because they, they, they thought they were gonna get Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah they thought it was sewn up oh you might I, have like a politician I, I step it. in and be like, you can't start Zach Wilson because the riots will be uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like Ooh, it's yeah. a congressional, like executive order. Joe Biden's like, you can't do it. It's too dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious, actually. You know what? Let's make this happen. I need this in my life. Uh, moving on. DeAndre Hopkins. Seems like the Pats are out on him. The Bills are making some moves, uh, uh, talking to him. Who knows? All the stories say that the Cardinals want a second-round pick, and it seems like the majority, if not the entire NFL, is unwilling to give it. So until that changes, we may never see DeAndre Hopkins move, and he very well may be in an Arizona uniform this year. Cool. Let's not I don't that. have. We've talked about this guy. <laughs> I know we've talked about him a lot. I just I don't have anything nice to say if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. I'll be so upset. I mean, I, it seems like... That's I mean, true. he's he'll, he'll demand targets. That's the thing, but he's got to catch from, those targets. From who? Who's starting for the? Is it Mix Corsley? Is that is that the Mix, guy there? No, it can't be him. I think it's, I think they signed someone else. Oh dear lord! I don't um, know. Um, Keenum. Oh wait, hold on. We have nope, the whole list there. right here. What do we do again? 
Casey didn't say anyone. No worries. But they might have they someone They do else. not. Yeah. Do we want to waste time talking about this? No. No, yeah. I do not. Moving right. on. <laughs> Better news. Judy to Pat's rumor is still going. Yeah, I as guess soon not as they heating came up, out as still going. Yeah, yeah, they I think came the out hold up in on DeAndre Hopkins, so that kind of you know immediately shifted to Judy. Yeah, and and I think the hold up on something like that is is seeing uh, a year two contract come in for Jerry Judy, and it would be something that the Patriots have not done since ever i mean maybe randy moss and they didn't give him a multi-year deal but they haven't had a wide receiver on their roster so you know that eats up what 20 percent, maybe 10 15 percent of their cap like it mm-hmm. just doesn't happen they don't do it um last time last time they had uh someone that eat that much cap which i think right now matt judon is somewhere there because he had a backloaded contract but Darrell revis was probably the last one that had or, or stefan gilmore you know they did it at corner they don't do it at uh, they put it on defense. They don't do it on offense. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is, it's probably, I would say still less likely that, that anything happens there. Cause you have to pay someone right away. Yeah. It's, it's the same. If we get Higgins too, he's going to demand 20 plus mm-hmm. a year. So. And they deserve Bring in Higgins yeah. and Judy and Hopkins and Lamar Jackson. All right. We're going to move, we move on. That Just sounds that sounds exactly like what the Jets are doing, <laughs> signing every wide receiver they possibly can. I heard I, what, yeah. what's isn't OBJ rumored to go there? Wasn't he liking? Uh, he liked uh, someone. He someone photo. on the Jets. And I was just sitting there like, you can't, you gotta be kidding me! Man. Oh, how many Lazard's? You know, he followed him on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. follow Lazard. Yeah. I swear to God, these guys just sit back and they're like, let me follow this guy just to like, you know, I'm having a slow Wednesday. See what I can stir up. Yeah. Um, and Losers. then, all right. The <laughs> last news is uh, Kevin Durant is re- going to return to the Suns uh, next Wednesday. It should be huge yes. for the Suns. Should be huge for Basketball. the NFL fantasy. I wonder <laughs> if he can play wide receiver. <laughs> I put it in there because yeah. on Sleeper it was an NFL breaking news thing, and it was Kevin Durant. You <laughs> get all like, stoked that you have like a big. Oh, is it D Hop? <laughs> is, is it Judy? Is it? Nope, it, it's a different sport player coming back next week. Breaking news from Arizona. That being said, it is Kevin Durant. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. So we'll get right into it. Um. Same thing as last podcast. Do um, free agents that have stayed put, and then same faces, new places, players that have changed teams, and then kind of go from there. Um. I will start with yeah, the fire. Cardinals. <laughs> Fire through uh, some of the not so huge ones. Is Corey Clement staying with them? I didn't even know who was on the team last year, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> but good for you. You got a roster spot again. Buffalo Bills uh, re-signed Matt Milano and Dane Jackson. That's cool. That's okay. cool. Um, in sexy news, Cowboys re-signed Cooper Rush. <laughs> Two years, five million bucks. And uh, let's get to the Eagles. Jason Kelsey staying there for a year, fourteen point two five million. Brandon Graham one year, six million. Darius Slay, massive three year, forty two million dollar contract. That's Boston, yeah, <laughs> hold a buckle. Boston Scott, of course, we knew he was going to sign there, one year, two million, and then Lane Johnson, one year, thirty three million dollars. That's so Huge. much money for a tackle. 
that's how you pay your players. You don't resign your secondary or Garden Johnson. <laughs> you don't sign Miles Sanders. Oh, you know what? They signed Terrell Edmonds today. Um, to replace oh. Johnson, which well, I that, feel like that might be down there. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a, a pretty good deal. Um, on him. Um, what do you mean that might be down there? So there's uh, on on the the about to change teams, yeah. new teams. Yeah. Oh, so sorry. That's no, fine. that's fine though. Of course, right? it is important to think about. Um, I mean, he he's a solid player too. So he came over from what pit? Yep. 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 Noise. Yeah, right, read on. For one position is crazy. Let's head on to the the next. Yeah, I mean crazy. this this one here. I don't think the AAV is something like thirty three million. Larry Mutunsel being the, the highest paid tackle in the league, um, and then Lane Johnson followed it up with a thirty three million dollar contract. <laughs> that that might be that might be one of the uh, one of those uh, your tackle goes and be like, hey, I'm not highest paid anymore. I got to be more than Larry Mutunsel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see what is that uh so he's getting an av of 25 million years uh so that's um good for good for him um strange for the texans to put all that money on on tackle with what they need but yeah. um ashton doolin uh resigns with the colts we had actually mentioned that a little bit earlier two years nine and a half million it's a pretty good contract for pretty him. decent yeah yeah um cj bethard resigns with the jaguars Two years, four and a half mil. Raiders, Jakob Johnson, the fullback that Josh McDaniels loves to have. One year contract for him. Chargers, Donald Parham resigns. Two years, 2.65 million. So that's actually a tight end that stayed this this go around. Which is Um, oddly that it's that little money when he was talking to multiple teams. Like there was room that he was speaking with the Patriots and a couple other other spots. And he stays for Raiders. Yeah, for a million a year. But, you know, Whatever he's happy there. Maybe and like it's the, not like a private deal because it's you're stuck there for for two years. Yeah. <laughs> like at first I saw it was like two point six. I was like one year, and then I had to double check. I was like, oh no, for two. Okay. Still gross. Well, he's but, still playing after his horrific injury a couple years ago. Yeah. So I mean, you take any money you can get. Yeah, that, that's true. That might be what they used in negotiations. <laughs> yep. You your brain is half the size now. Oh, <laughs> uh, sign here. Unless they're just keeping him on the roster to literally like monitor his vitals <laughs> here's some league minimum just to keep keep making sure you're I mean, safe buddy if i'm the chargers i don't if i'm a player i'm not going to the chargers that medical stuff's horrible Dude. they fucking shot terrible tyler yeah. taylor in the chest there's no way i'm going back there are you serious <laughs> they shot him in the chest with a gun <laughs> <laughs> he did it with a gun all right well, um dows take the rest for the yeah, Nick Mullins, quarterback. You probably don't even know that he's a quarterback, but he is. Two years, $4 million contract with the Vikings. Um, the Giants re-signed Matt Breida, terms unknown. And Sterling Shepard comes back for a $1.3 million one-year deal. Uh, that sounds like a, uh, I mean, that's a vet min right there. Yeah, so that's, a that's a easy roster cut come, yeah. uh, come August. That's if. also, he's probably, again, he's still doing his uh, rehab on his knee. I'm sure it's like an insurance, um, not scam, but, you knee know, brain. it's a benefits issue. Uh, who else we got? The Niners re-signed tight end Ross Dwelly to a one-year deal to play behind George Kittle. And that's it for re-signings. We'll move on to some uh, much more exciting people changing places. The Cardinals bring in a monster free agent. Zach Pascal, wide receiver. Um, I still haven't seen the numbers come out on this, but in any case, he's probably a depth piece. Um, but he is the first guy who's over like five foot six to play wide receiver for them is this he, year. Is, is he six four? 
yeah, he's like a six three, six four kind of guy. He's he's not five six like Rondell Moore or Greg Dorch or Hollywood Brown or anybody else they have on the team. Danny um, Isabella. Danny he's Isabella. still there. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, if he's still there, he's like five nine. But yeah, he's by far the tallest guy. He went from Indy's room where he was like the smallest guy at still six four <laughs> to now towering over everybody else in the wide receiver room. So good for him. Now he's, he can feel cool. Um, the Falcons picked up Mac Hollins for a one year, 2.5 deal, the wide receiver out of Las Vegas. I thought that was kind of an interesting ad for them. Um, Hollins had a great year last year playing opposite Devontae Adams. He'll probably be asked to do a little bit more in this role, him and Drake London in Atlanta, uh, with for now, not a very good quarterback. So we'll see how it turns out. One year, 2.5 is the definition of prove it. So, so you got kid. And he's taller too, if I'm not mistaken. I think this is something that the Falcons have repeatedly done year in. Uh, year well, they tried with uh, Brent Edwards last year. Yeah, Being they tall, just you know, continue, out, but... continue to try this basketball team. Um, so yeah, he's six four, two twenty one. So he's a big fella. <laughs> he's huge. Yeah, we'll we'll see. They need a running back. <laughs> oh, Elger is fine. Ah, you mean Corey Patterson? <laughs> no carbs, LG. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Um, Quadri Allison, Buffalo Bills. <laughs> He's the Dallas backup now. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Craig, it's the perfect time for you to drop an Edo Smith bomb on everybody. <laughs> Edo Smith. Jesus, I don't even know where he is. Okay. All right. Um, Keep it moving. Yeah, but Buffalo Bills. Actually, I mean, we talked about Deontay Hardy last podcast. But didn't have it in here. But two years, thirteen point five million, pretty good deal. Uh, Damon Harris, uh, I don't know what the deal is at the time I put this in, but uh, former Patriot is now with the Bills, staying in the in the division. Um, that's, in, that's important for fantasy because I, th- I know, think it's huge. I think it's a, a if you're a Harris owner in dynasty, this is best bro, bet. I think it, 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 it's it's stock up. It's it's something they've been looking for for years. In actual guy that can go between the attackers in early down back and score touchdowns and they haven't had that in so long and he has receiving ability he is he's good at pass blocking yeah. you know but he yeah he doesn't have to he doesn't have to though like you know right. you get james cook Nate hines there he can just do the dirty work and be in the one yard line and again like i said i before i think they want to take some weight off of josh allen the turnovers you know don't get him hurt perfect you bring david harris you're in the one yard line Give it to him. You don't. You, you don't have to take it yourself. Yeah, and no matter how you look at it, Damian Harris is better than Devin Singletary. So whatever Singletary did, you know, bump up Harris a couple notches, and and that's probably what you're looking at fantasy wise, and go from there. It's a one year deal. If if he does well, I'm sure he'll sign for more money the next the next time around. If the Bills win a championship, I'm sure he'll get a better contract. If not, and he's on his way out of the NFL, and doesn't really matter anyways. No harm, no foul deal. It's good for both sides, I think, in the in this situation. It is crazy all the one year deals we're seeing this year. So I, I think running backs are really right, thinking right back I, to it next year. It's gonna be I, I think that they're thinking that list. you're going to see bigger numbers next year with like Saquon Barkley and um, Josh Jacobs hitting the open market. Maybe they're like, oh, they reset it. They, you know, bump these numbers up a little bit. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen with the way the NFL is going, but I think that might be in their heads. Yeah. It is, it is sure. definitely a strange world to be a running back. This free agency period looked terrible for them. Yeah, yeah, it's going down drastically. Like your highest deals are six, seven million. Yep, 
Yep, Miles Sanders and and Dave Montgomery. I mean, the the two biggest ones to get franchise tagged, but there's, I mean, uh, they Monty and, and and Sanders earned a little bit more than what they got, but hands um, down, yeah. Uh, do you want to continue, Scotty? Yeah. So I'll just do uh, the next two teams, but Trent Sherfield again um, for the Bills wide receiver, one year deal there. Um, the Panthers, I think we definitely t- talk about this. Adam Thielen, three years, 25 million bucks. Not bad for a 32 year old wide receiver. And today, was it t- t- today or yesterday? Did you charge today? Today, yeah. Uh, w- one year at the time, I didn't know what the d- deal was. I don't know if you guys know it. No, I don't think it's come out yet. Probably seven to nine, I would assume. Last year, he got paid 10, but that was the market was a little higher. Um, market was really high for them last uh last year yeah um and it was yeah i, I don't exactly know what it'll be but uh, either way I, I like both moves for for the panthers if they're going after cj stroud you know they their defense is still you know moving in the right direction their offense looks like it's moving in the right direction they added a bunch um could use some help on the line like any team but this this uh this is shaping up to be an interesting wide receiver room with Thielen, Shark. You know, they brought in LaVisca Chenault last year. They have Terrace Marshall already, who's someone that's uh should still uh you know start to gain more work. So could be yep. could be an interesting team. Shai Smith even showed flashes last year here and there. It's it's signed Hayden Hurst too. Yeah, you yep. know. Exactly. And I mean eight years or whatever, eight eight million a year annual value for Adam Thielen. It's not bad. It'll probably hurt when he's 35 and you're paying it to him, but it feels fine right now. Yeah, I think it's a pretty much a two-year contract. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be be an out. A full out, I think. Got to be some sort of out. Always is. Yeah, so far the Panthers have been killing it, so good for them. Uh, Craig, you can take the next few few teams. Oh, yeah, the Bears. Woohoo! PJ Walker, (laughs) Travis Homer, both on a two-year deal. Uh, Backup running back and a backup quarterback. To your deals, too. <laughs> to your deals. Um, PJ Walker's uh, just fun because he, he could actually fill in for fields, I think, as far as um, stylistically. Uh, so that'll be interesting. I mean, they brought in Dr. Tra- uh, Foreman, too. So Travis Homer's going to... Uh, that's nothing nothing good there. Browns, I like this move. Uh, they bring in Elijah Moore after the Jets decided to sign the entire wide receiver free agent class. Um, <laughs> they traded him over. And I think that's a wide receiver too that they definitely needed. Um, you know, someone with Deshaun Watson's caliber will be able to make multiple wide receivers work. And the way that Elijah Moore plays the game, I think is going to be great. Um, don't know if you guys want to weigh in there. I totally agree with everything you said. So I'm good. <laughs> Sam. Cool. cool, cool. Josh Dobbs uh, is the backup there. Um, says who cares? <laughs> um uh, well, I mean, it might matter. Depends on any kind of uh, 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 any other allegations that may come up. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Akins is the tight end signed there after they've already signed Tunyon, so that doesn't matter. Marquise Goodwin, um, <laughs> yes, he still exists, um, but he, uh, you know, he'll be the fourth, fifth wide receiver there. Cowboys, they no, they did not. They signed Ronald Jones. You didn't know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That's disgusting. Oh, my God. That, that is a, that min-min right there. <laughs> Listen to this. So, in one league, and I mean, you guys know how much, everyone knows how much I hate Rashard Penny and Ronald Jones, right? I have, in one league, Tony Pollard and the pick 101. If Bijan Robinson goes to the Philadelphia Eagles, that means that I'll have to have 
both Rashard Penny and Ronald Jones as fucking backups to <laughs> two of my fucking <laughs> running backs, and I'll be pissed. I think I said it the other day. Like, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm excited for a world where Ronald Jones and Rashard Penny are out of the NFL, so we just don't have to talk about them. Because I feel like we get down. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, Penny. Like, uh, it's a Ronald bummer. Ronald Jones, like, uh, just. And Rojo's 25. Like, we could, if he, he's going to kick around for like four more years. Yeah. But hey, they they both signed the vet men. Yeah, this is the, this is roster bu- bubble shit. Okay, I hope so. One of them yeah. is not going to make their team. At least Rashad Penny can fall back on like, oh, I get hurt all the time. Like that's why yeah. I'm on the league. Rojo has been healthy. The whole time. <laughs> yeah. He was a healthy scratcher for like 14 <laughs> games last year. <laughs> he's like he's trying to set a record for healthy scratches in the NFL, and he's killing it. Ugh. Yeah, and then we talk about Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Yeah, we already really talked about so. that, so that's that's a good one there. Um, Douse, keep yeah, keep keep that uh, going. I'm shocked we haven't talked about Jalen Ramsey being traded to the Dolphins already. I'm assuming that we have, and I might have bolded that by mistake. I don't, so I'm just I, gonna... think, I don't think we did. No, all right. Well, Jalen Ramsey get traded for the, to the Dolphins for a third round pick. That's really good. He's a top. He's a top flight cornerback in the NFL. Uh, he immediately subs in to replace uh, who they lose Byron Byron Jones. Jones. Yeah, Byron Jones. Yeah. Um, so it works out perfectly for them. They obviously need some help on defense, so good deal. Third round pick, they absorb some salary, but they have the space to do it. Great move. Denver Broncos, they bring in Tony Jones Jr., running back on a one year deal. He will probably never see the field. Sean Marquez, old team, old, uh... yeah, he'll probably be a special teamer. They like him over there. Um, I don't think that they intend to use him at the running back position. And they brought in, <laughs> that's fine, yeah. And then they got uh, Marquez Callaway, a bringing another... in Saints players, another, yeah, another, another Sean Saint. Payton. Yep. So um, he probably has a better shot to see the field now with the KJ Hamler injury. Um, you know, you still got Judy, who's on the trade block ahead of him, Tim Patrick coming back from injury, and Cortland Sutton. But if Judy moves and Hamler is not ready to go at the beginning of the season, Marcus Callaway will slot right on in. You that is actually a very interesting point. If Judy All goes, Callaway is a good, good, good bid. Yeah. Um, moving on forward, the Eagles signed Marcus Mariota to a one-year deal as their backup. He'll get one year, uh, $8 million. So that's a pretty good deal for a backup, considering what we've seen some of these other backups grab, like $2 million. You've really seen the backup quarterback market take a big hit this year as well, in case you guys weren't noticing that the same way I am. It's kind of crazy. Because yeah. you used to see backups, like uh, Mike Glennon was getting like $10 million a year to be a backup, and now you, get, you Dalton, see guys making two. Dalton, yeah. Trubisky got that when he was with the Bills. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, Murray got it last year. Well, he was mm-hmm. a starter, too. 10 million last year, but... Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, Trubisky got a shitload for holding clipboard and got his <laughs> contract. Like, oh, hey, dude, you suck. <laughs> Trubisky. Um, uh, moving on to the Texans, Devin Singletary. We mentioned him leaving Buffalo. He is now in Houston on a one-year $3.75 million deal. Uh, who knows? It's probably a better spot for him to be than Buffalo. I think he kind of wore out his welcome there with maybe the coaching staff, the front office, and the fans. So he gets a fresh start in Houston, running alongside or probably directly behind Damian Pierce. Um, Dalton Schultz signed there on a one-year deal. He kind of fumbled the bag. He got offered a three-year, twenty-one million dollar deal or twenty-two million even, and didn't accept it. Um, then he kind of hung out in free agency a little bit longer, and then ended up having to take a one-year deal. So. Great job negotiating there. You should probably fire agent. I am available. Um, also, <laughs> Ken Francis is available as well. 
Uh, Noah Brown signs a one-year $2.6 million deal with Houston. They keep adding just perplexing players, but yeah. uh, the, the next couple I added in because they made sense. Shaq Mason, they acquired via trade, a sixth-round pick. There's also a seventh-round pick exchange in there somewhere, but that, that didn't seem important. Um, it's just a great add for the Texans that on their offensive line if they intend to run the ball and protect a new rookie quarterback. I love the move. And then they added Denzel Perriman, the uh, linebacker from the Raiders, on a one-year deal. So that's another add. He made a million tackles last year. So hopefully he joins a Texas defense that has been in need of some help for some years. Uh, and he's going to be coached up by D'Amico Ryan. So hopefully he'll uh, he'll be able to make an impact. Okay. Yes, I agree. Yes, he, he is. Um, is it me or are you, Greg? Yeah, go ahead. You go ahead, Scotty. Sure. Uh, Colts, Isaiah, Isaiah McKenzie, we already talked about that before. Before, so I won't really talk about that. Uh, Jaguars, Dearness Johnson, uh, formerly of the Browns, uh, signs there would be probably at this point the backup to ETN. Uh, the Raiders have some more moves. Sorry, OJ Howard has fantasy relevance for um, 10 hours, and then they signed Austin Hooper for a $2.75 million contract. Uh, again, there's no tight end there, so um, Hooper should have some kind of um, fantasy relevance this year. OJ Howard left a cut before week one. Uh, they actually signed Phil Dorsett. Yes, they did. That's official. Okay, shit. Uh, and Cam Sims, one of the Sims brothers from the uh, old Redskins. Yeah, and so. Cam Sims is sneaky, six foot five. I never realized that. Yeah, he's, he's a big fella. He's a big, yeah. thick bitch. All right. Uh, do you want to talk about? You guys have thoughts on Philip Dorsett at all? No. No. Not really. All right. I think um, he's, he's probably what fourth there. He's behind Renfro. Whoa, whoa, sh- 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 um, <laughs> <laughs> the Patriots. Mike Isecki, one year. It's like four million, but up to ten with the easy incentives shit. But let's call it one year, ten million bucks to the Patriots. Yeah, hey, I don't like tell it. John Smith the incentives are easier, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, people think it's it's a downgrade, and I mean, because John Smith didn't do shit with the Patriots against it. It's a brand new OC there. Um, Gasecki is better than John Smith, and Gasecki was on arguably the worst team in the NFL um, for tight ends. I think they were bottom two last year on targets to tight ends. So Gasecki's a bump up wherever he went. Anyways, so I'll take it. Yeah, and we were all excited to see Bill O'Brien and what he could do with Johnny Smith. So it really just transitions the narrative over to Gesicki. Like, I'm excited to see what an athletic, you know, large, big-bodied tight end can do with a coach who knows what he's doing and doesn't really coach defense. So, um, you know, I think it's an improvement. It's certainly not a downgrade. It's, at worst, a lateral move. Um he and plays I, a very different style than Hunter Henry as well, so it, it, it's good to see. And one thing too, Bill O'Brien, um, was was this was his first scouted tight end in college um, when he went over at Penn State. So this is this is a player that Bill O'Brien knows really well, um, and had plans for him at Penn State. Uh, he joked around and said that he was the uh, uh, the only recruit that he he was able to steal away from Urban Meyer, so uh, it's 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 actually I think a, a, a good match uh, for them. So I I like it. Same. 
All right. Uh, Craig, who wanted to take the rest? Bobby Okariki to the Giants. I like this move a lot for them. Um, uh, you know, great linebacker for the Colts for the last couple of seasons. And the Giants, you know, is starting to move in the right direction with it, almost every side. Um, offense and defense. So so good for them there. And Jameson Crowder goes ahead and joins in. Uh, just another uh, wide receiver to piss you off, you know, uh, over there. Just with another the, slot guy. <laughs> another another Sterling Shepard uh, right there for you to, to take targets away from uh, some of the players that actually – uh, should make uh, good moves there. Like, you know, Paris Campbell came in. He should be the the guy and never I, see the old guys. I completely miss Jamison Crowder going anywhere. I'm like, oh, I'm, because I'm so it, baffled. It was on no report. I think I saw it like going through my Twitter thing. Like, I was like, huh. And then when you, we talk, we talk about, you know, Isaiah McKenzie, the trade with Crowder. Or I'm like, wait a minute. I think Crowder signed somewhere in the Giants. If he, I legit if, was doing if my, he makes uh, a team. I was doing my my docket. We'll talk about later my my research sheet there, and I type in Jamison Crowder. I'm like, who cares what he ran for forty? I'm like, I think I might have just deleted the row out with the stamp. It's like nobody gives a shit. <laughs> that that's was too a funny. To play How could I go find him? <laughs> All right, oh, that's sad. Moving um, on, <laughs> Hardman to the Jets. Uh, as we've mentioned, the Jets have signed everyone uh, on the free agency wide receiver list. Um, it's uh, honestly he's, he's going to be a downfield threat. I mean, they moved around uh, Elijah Moore, so uh, it does make some room for him. But I mean, you have Lazard and Wilson both clearly over them, and if they continue to keep Corey Davis on their roster, I think he's over him as well. Which at this point, I think they are because at this point you cut him, right? Yeah, he's he would save them like ten million. I'm wondering if if the shoe drops that Aaron Rodgers comes over that Davis is released or and if the trade they, to... or yeah sure could be part of the trade I mean the freaking Packers have known over there so yeah I mean I, I think he's he's a casualty of the Jets when that trade happens and if not they'll I'm sure they'll be fine keeping him which sucks because he's so much better than Lazard it's no way yeah it's better than being the third or fourth wide receiver on a team yeah, he's I mean, his, he's getting paid a lot of money, so he's getting the same exact uh, pay as Lazard is. So I'd rather Corey Davis than Lazard, but it's yeah. great. Yeah, ah, I gotta, I gotta actually cheer for this next one. I'm very happy. Nelson Aguilar is signed to a different wait, team than wait, the England Patriots. Reaction: I found how to do it. <laughs> oh, I said <laughs> clapping hands. Congratulations! It's on the bottom right. Oh, we're all happy. Nelson oh, Aguilar. It's just great to see him not because when he's a free agent, yeah, he's off the pats, but there's still a scenario where the pats could bring him back, and now they can't. He got 3.25 million bucks. We're going through his contract saying, Oh, this guy got 1.25, 2.2, 1.75. Pretty good contract for a guy that made a shitload of money the last two years. He's still still getting paid. I can't remember what his AAV was with uh. With the Patriots, was it fourteen million? I think it was fourteen and sixteen. And I know his last year was like he was making like the eighteen because it was backloaded or something like that. I I forget, but still, I mean, he he made two hundred percent more than he should have made. This is where I hate how Bill Belichick thinks in some situations in regards to he just wants to pay someone whatever he wants because he says so. Like I need someone in the organization. I, it'll never happen. 
I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just wishful thinking, but yeah. someone, he needs to look in the mirror and say, I overpaid this guy by $10 million. Look at what he just got paid for the Ravens. Are you also oh. speaking of a, uh, Muhammad Sanu for a second rounder? <laughs> Muhammad <laughs> Sanu. But we won't give a second every, round for D- every single D-Hop, NFL, right? every single NFL right? draft. That's we, the best. we won't give a yeah. second to D hop, but we will give a second for Muhammad Sanu. Yeah. Muhammad fucking Sanu. Yeah. Craziness. Friggin' Patriots right. and wider and Happer News. Yeah. Seattle Seahawks. Yes, Seahawks. Devin Bush. Son yes, I wanted Bush. Devin Bush. I think Craig wanted yeah, Bush. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Devin Bush. One. Yeah. But I instead... bet it's not that much. I bet it's not that much of a contract either. No, it's definitely. Well, he was cut, contract. right? Um. I th- yeah, I think so. I, he was a free agent. Maybe. I think he was a free agent. I think this oh, is like his fourth year in the league. thinking of Miles Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, no, the Steelers to took an entirely new linebacking core this offseason. Um, oh, Devin Bush is quick. He's he's good in pass coverage. I think he's he's got some moves. Probably still a little raw, still really young. But, uh, boy, he would have been a good fit anywhere. And I think the Seahawks is a great spot for him. Same. Yeah, they need linebacking help, too. So it makes sense. Good ad. Yeah. Uh, and then our last move of the day, the Washington Commanders add Andrew Wiley. Offensive tackle, formerly with the Chiefs, three years, twenty-four million, uh, eight million a year at the tackle spots. Nothing to to scoff at, but um, doesn't quite touch some of the other ones we talked about, like Lane Johnson and uh, Larry Tunsil today. So, doesn't move the needle for me, but still a good addition for the Chiefs. Um, moving on, same yeah, faces, that... no places. The guys still looking for spots for homes. I know you just added a couple more in there, Scott. You want to take them? Oh, that's Craig. I think we had one guy. Um, I'll, I'll do the first couple. Um, Kareem Hunt still available. Uh, Marcus Peters, the cornerback from Baltimore. Of course, OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr., the wide receiver. Uh, Bobby Wagner still available, the linebacker, former with the Rams, which is kind of shocking. He's not signed yet, to, to be honest. He had a career year. Um, but it's p- people that age that they're going to take a long time to uh, sign. Uh, Miles Jack. Pittsburgh. I'm just gonna go through these and we kind of go back to it if you want to talk about someone. Uh Zeke, we are kind of talked about him before, but uh he's still out there. Kenny Galladay, I had to add, because uh he actually <laughs> is still out there. <laughs> Irv Smith. That's Jr. who the Patriots will get. Yeah. <laughs> oh Irv's... no. Oh no. Oh no. Flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> happy thoughts, happy thoughts. Erasmus Jr., uh, the tight end for the Vikings, still available. Uh, Derek McKinnon, the RB for Kansas City, is still available. Leonard Fournette, of course, is still available. And Will Fuller is still missing. <laughs> Will Fuller, man. So, uh, um, <laughs> um, Craig, do you want to focus in on anyone here? or? Um, I'm kind of surprised Kareem Hunt isn't signed anywhere when you see Devin Singletary getting contracts. and. Damian Harris got a contract before him. Uh, it, it's just interesting to see what has happened and unfolded. I mean, Dennis Johnson, his backup got a contract before Cream Hunt did. So I don't know what's quite going on there. I really do you don't think like, he goes back to Cleveland or think they're fine with Jerome Ford. I, I hope he doesn't go back to Cleveland for fantasy purposes. I think this mm-hmm. guy is actually an viable piece somewhere. They just stopped using him last year. So if they bring him back, fine, use him. You know, you don't don't just waste a good talent. And and I think it 
okay, maybe, maybe, maybe he is resigning because he's not going out there and getting a big contract. I think, I think he feels kind of slighted that everyone else has gotten like six million dollars. He probably was expecting that himself. Well, that's you know? he's getting paid the last couple of years of six million, kind of prove it dollars, and suck that didn't use him. They fucked him last year. Didn't use him. His value dropped. But still, like you got guys making like three point two five. Like you can't sign Kareem Hunt for that. And maybe they try to, and he thinks he's worth more. But James Robinson and, got a contract. Well, he got four year year. That's, <laughs> that's fucking horrible. Yep. Ugh. I would rather not. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd rather all the guys got three point two five and lower yeah. than than and James Robinson. But yeah, so yeah, uh, that would be Hunt the one that I is... would talk about. All right. Dallas. Uh, Marcus Peters is always an interesting one to me. He's defensive, so we don't want to go too too deep on him because the fantasy football kind of geared podcast. But still a huge name, um, great player. Still has a lot of tread left. I think he's. I think he's just a very specific uh, cornerback at this point in his career. He plays man specifically at a very high level. He's not such a hot zone cover guy. So maybe teams that are in the cornerback market don't quite mesh well with his his style. So. That could really be the only reason I see him sitting out here, but I'd expect him to be signed by somebody before uh, season begins. He's still only like 31, 32. Bring him to yeah, I agree. He's a good good player. Bring good him corner. to Dallas. And yeah. that cornerback line would be so fucking good. Yep. Be awesome. Um, mine is probably uh, OBJ. Yeah. I think guys OBJ and Fournette, you're gonna see probably after the NFL draft. Um this is the time of year where it really slows down and what we talked about today is probably it's probably not gonna be much changed in the next week. A few guys here and there, but older guys like that usually take some time. Uh Kenny Galladay can rot and shit, but um, <laughs> Yeah, you're going to see these guys, if teams miss out on a wide receiver or a running back in the draft, sure. All right, let's sign Fournette. Let's sign OBJ. And they'll have roles wherever they go, but you won't see them until probably another month or so. Yeah, and I did see um, Odell was out there personally refuting the reports that he wanted $20 million a year. Um, He just like uh, quote tweeted it. He was like, I don't know where this came from. Like, not true. He's like, I did turn down four million a year, but I didn't turn down. You know, I didn't ask for twenty. So, definitely good to see he's out there being realistic. Can I say something though? Yeah, four million dollars is what he's going to get. Yeah, yes. that's. I mean, yes. look at the he's, other market. Yes. he's right in line for four million. He he he's either that or he just calls it. I mean, if he doesn't think four million is worth it to go out there again after his you know ACL surgeries, which I wouldn't blame him. Uh, it, you you can't sit there and say you haven't you know you played what a collective eight games in the last two seasons and and say you're a ten million dollar player you know I'd offer to pay that. the guy in Bitcoin again happily <laughs> you know, if well, it keeps going down <laughs> that's why he wants it yeah the, the big deal um all right I think that will do it unless you want to. Anything else? No, we're good. All right. Um, all right. Um, for Craig, Dows, and myself, thank you for tuning in for Free Agency Volume 2.0.
come back next week, probably with some more rookie stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah. If we could get some like big movement and, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, we'll have another mock for you, but right. we're probably yeah. waiting on that to do the mock draft. So uh, don't, don't hold your breath waiting for that one. We get it. We need some more security in the status of the teams before we can do that. Yeah. Everything's starting to cool down a little bit. Draft is in about a month away from now. So was it the 27th? 27th. It's definitely the last weekend of April. There's a countdown on our website. Oh yeah, there is. That's right. All right. Well, fuck me. Um, again, no, thank da- you. That was Craig <laughs> and myself. Uh, my wife might say yes to that depending on the night, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna get cut. <laughs> um, hey babe, you listen to the podcast. Hey babe, you listen to the podcast. Do you like that? Do you like? That? Do you respect me as a person? And <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, TalkShowFantasy.com. Same place as New Places. Um, article up there. Uh, up to date. So go there. Dallas will have his mock draft up next week. Hopefully some pieces fall. Other than that, um, take care of yourself and take care of each other and stay fluid. Stay loose. <laughs>